it. Sure thing, Dad. It's Bart versus the Space Mutants for your Bart NES. Rumba. Only Bart Simpson can save the Earth. Bart! Okay, <laughs> Get the Simpsons game for your NES from Acclaim. Bart! This just in, tensions continue to mount between Springfield and France over Mayor Quimby's now famous frog's legs joke. The French president has threatened swift and massive retaliation if he doesn't receive an immediate apology. Stupid frog. We now go live to City Hall for Mayor Quimby's response. I stand by my ethnic slur. Do your worst, you filthy, pretentious savages. Sacral bleu. We will show those stupid Americans who look like the frog, eh? <laughs> look what I brought out. Oh, boy. It's my complete guide to the Simpsons. Oh, there you mm-hmm. go. And before... We should have been looking week- at this the whole damn time. Well, I, I knew I had it. I didn't know where I had it. Oh, okay. And okay. it was... Well, it was in the, it was back in the closet. Yeah. The thing is, the only thing that, so it has, each page is a, is a different episode. And then each page highlights a different character. And then show highlights, stuff you may have missed, which I'll look at the stuff you may have missed, because maybe that's special. And then a bunch of quotes and the chalkboard gag. Right. The thing about it is, I read this cover to cover all the time as a kid. Right. And now... Thanks to the internet, it's basically obsolete. Thanks to the internet. I mean, that's kind of true, but at the same time, now it's on your shelf. And it it's still there. You have it. It's you own still it. still there. Right? That is our whole purpose. That's why... It is our whole purpose. That's yeah, exactly. True. The whole purpose. Not just part of the purpose. The whole damn thing. So today, or now... No, no, no. Well, this is just I... the next one. This is the next one. Yeah, this is the next one. Well, I, I'll not to not to let all the listeners know how the sausage well, you gets don't have made. To. For, well, for everyone listening at home, it's been you know thirty seconds of break for you. We've recorded this season of The Simpsons over the course of at least five or six different recordings. Are, are you sure we haven't just been sitting here for like forty hours trying to <laughs> record this? Yes, that's how we're doing this. But because we're Joe Schmoes, we're real life people. Yeah, that's we're, right. We're doing it this way. That's exactly right. Um, so our next episode, we get to make fun of the French and child abuse. That's where we're at. Doesn't that sound fun, one. guys? Will that get us canceled? <laughs> I have no idea. Let's find out. I'm, I'm waiting. Oh, Francais. Uh, and it starts. We'll get to, we'll get to that one, like twenty thirty five ish. Yeah, eventually, but we can at least if do you, it now. If you're coming back to this episode and you just listened to Trilogy of Air, this is the first time we've done the off on say ha 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 joke. Because <laughs> I'm sure we've done it at least a dozen times. Oh, I bet. I anticipate this absolutely. So this is the Crepes of Wrath debuted on April 15th, 1990, written by George Meyer, Sam Seidman, John Swartzwelder, and John Vitti. I don't know why this has four writers, but it does. It's a lot and of writers. <laughs> it's just that sophisticated of a show, do of you, an episode. Do you think that one of them knew how to speak French? And that's why they're on that list? So I listened to the episode with the commentary. Okay. And I can tell you that the French is real. Well, yeah. French. It's, I, it's real French. Yes. It's real Albanian. 
Oh, interesting. I don't know if any of them actually knew French or knew Albanian. Okay. But I do know from the commentary that they had to look it up, look up how to translate it and stuff. That makes sense. Like that. Because, I mean, you got to remember, they're making this show in 1988, 1989. The internet is in its infancy. Right. So they're looking at this through, like, books and Yeah, shit. exactly. Or, like, <laughs> so... and, and calling people. Like, actually calling people on the phone to talk to them. I don't know why there were four writers, though. They they never mentioned on the commentary why there were four writers. Guess it doesn't matter. I, it just does. It's also direct. Well, maybe this is telling why there were four writers because okay. it's directed by Wes Archer and Milton Gray. Wes Archer, I think we've probably mentioned. I'm sure he was a a director on one of these previous episodes as well. And yeah, The Call of the Simpsons was the last episode that he directed. And Milton Gray was a director that you. Me being the nerd that I am when I was a kid and I would watch all of the episodes first and then I would watch all the episodes with the commentary on. Mm-hmm. We would do that with uh, movies too. Yes, I would. Our good friend and my college roommate would say that I I would get more value out of any DVD than anyone because I would listen to the commentary and watch all the behind the scenes shit. And I don't have time for any of that anymore. It's, it's but... kind of like a DVD completionist, if you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're going to go on those side quests... You gotta watch it all. Exactly. Um, but this Milton Gray guy I had never heard of. And I think he's one of... There's a couple of directors that just did not pan out that The Simpsons had. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that means that this was an episode that was written by maybe one of those guys, two of those guys. Mm-hmm. Started to be directed on by Milton Gray. And then it wasn't working. So then it got rewritten. And then it got sent to Wes Archer. And now here we are. Mm-hmm. Hard to say. But this is the episode where Bart goes to France. That's pretty much the... Yeah, that sums it up. That, 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 that <laughs> right. pretty much sums it up. I mean, we have like... So, Rachel, a... what did you think about that episode? Uh... <laughs> Foreign exchange kids and whatnot, right? That's exactly what happens. It's a it's an interesting episode. I kind of, I, There's parts of it that I kind of like and I remember, and then there's other it's parts that I'm just like, oh, okay. watch. It's I Again, I have not watched these episodes in a decade, at least, and watching it now is, yes, it's interesting. Well, we'll get into it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> this one was like, what the hell are they doing? Yep, 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 just a um, little. I did pull out this guide to America's Favorite Family. <laughs> and so if, if anything is in here that is not in the notes that I've taken, I'll, I'll try to point that out. But the episode starts. We've got a couch gag. Homer doesn't fit on the couch, so he gets squeezed out. And the chalkboard gag is garlic gum is not funny. Garlic Larry's. gum is not funny. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, because like garlic makes your breath smell. Right. So you're, but it's, it's, where did he get that? I mean, I, I would assume a joke shop, but. Maybe a joke shop. I yeah. don't know how you... I mean, it's a great idea. It kind of is. And then you offer somebody a piece of gum and you're like, ha 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 It smells like garlic. I could see Dumbledore. That being a, like, one of Dumbledore's oh, favorite, uh... Like a birdie bot. What was the, what was the, the... Birdie all bots. The, the all, all the flavor beans. Yeah. Birdie bots beans, I think, right? Although Wasn't garlic it? is just a, It would just be garlic Yeah, flavor. garlic, I think, would be the lesser of the flavors within that I disgusting you, there's bean a, box. I will never eat those. Like, there's like a jelly belly that tastes like garlic. Oh, there probably are. I mean, they have those weird flavor ones now. They have those, even the ones where you like have to spin a wheel and you kind of like guess. It's like a whole game now for people to, to play the bean game. There are some disgusting Oh, God, no. Jelly oh. 
I mean, I like Jelly Bellies all well and good, but like, if you do get a, you, you either get like, you get your standard flavors, yep. or you get like, if you get a mixed bag or box or whatever it is of Jelly Bellies, good fucking luck, because mm-hmm. you're gonna get something that tastes like a every fa- flavored bean. Bean. Yeah. Oh, there's oh, there's there's they even have these ones called the zombie ones, right? So a person at my office actually oh, put yeah. these. This was his prank. He put them into a giant tub of just, like, jelly beans. And people usually just come over, grab, like, a bowl of them and eat them, right? So he decided it would be funny to pour the the zombie ones into this giant bowl. And every once in a while, they would be like, oh, my God, I think it, like, those beans have gone bad because it's supposed (laughs) to taste, like, rotten and gross. Is so it, he said is it was it a zombie? very satisfying. Why is it a zombie? They call though? them zombie beans because they made them it just gross. Went bad? They made, no, no, they made them gross on purpose. They did it on purpose. Yes, that was the point. Yeah, so you would be eating them, and they look like the, the other beans, but there's a potential that it's a zombie jelly bean, and it's disgusting. Well, okay. <laughs> I I don't understand. I don't understand people. No. That's why we're here talking about a show that's that's 21 years old. Anyway. <laughs> sitting in a room by ourselves talking about a show that's 21 years old. Yep. Ta- talking, sitting in a room by myself. Uh, 30 uh, years old, Kevin. Uh, talking, talking to myself. 30? You're right, 30 years old. Yeah, that sounds You're right, right. Yeah. 30 years old. The commentary is 21 <laughs> years old. <laughs> so, let's get into it. Speaking of pranks, this is an episode where Bart pulls a prank. But before he, we get into Bart pulling the prank... Bart is just leaving a mess everywhere to start this episode. There's just crap all over the floor. And Homer slips on his skateboard. And he falls down the stairs and just takes his back out. Yep. Um, and then just when he lies there. At the foot, feet of the stairs. I mean, <laughs> okay, but if... All right, I have Imagine a little bit of back pain right now. I might not have... I don't know if I slept wrong on it or what. It's just, and it's just that like little bit of back pain. If you hurt your back, you're done. Oh yeah, you don't move. Oh no, 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 no. I understand. I'm just saying. I felt for Homer here. I did like, too. Well, why he fell like, down the Bart's stairs? Bart's an ass. I've done this. <laughs> that, that's true. You have done that. So um, <laughs> the humorous part of this is that he brings along a little <laughs> Bart's crusty doll, and Bart's crusty doll goes off like the string goes off or something like that yeah it gets pulled and it just somehow. keeps saying you're my best friend over and over and over and over so it's driving homer crazy and santa's little helper comes by and he's like boy him, go right? get help and he just licks him and then lays down next to him <laughs> he takes a nap next to him yeah and then at the same time maggie and snowball come over and take a nap next yeah. to next to him too they so think, homer's oh, just, we're lying just laying there. here at the bottom of the steps that's fine yeah like they're used to homer taking a nap and they're like oh we're all gonna take a nap together it's a nice little <laughs> which afternoon. is actually kind of cute but you know it's poor homer <laughs> But I do love that time passes and the the doll is just going like, you're my best Yep, friend. it's getting worn out real quick. <laughs> Jeez Louise, look at this mess. I told that boy a billion times to pick up his job. I like to play with you. I like to play with you. There goes my back again. I like to play with you. I like to play with you. I like to play with you. Don't. I like to play Don't with you. Don't get help, boy. I like to play with you. I like to play with you. I like to play with you. 
the boy so really great and uh, finally lisa and maggie come home lisa and mart lisa and marge come home they see homer there and homer is immediately like the boy get me the boy <laughs> yeah marge goes up and, and yells at bart to clean his room mm-hmm. because he threw out homer's back so in the middle of cleaning up the mess bart finds a last cherry bomb <laughs> I don't know if cherry bombs are still a thing. Probably not. They're probably like on the, on the I, I mean, they were destructive 30 years ago. So I'm assuming that they're kind of destructive. I would imagine that they're more destructive now. That's what I mean. Like they've got to be on the, they're like brass knuckles or something. Like they're illegal. To, to <laughs> well, have. I think, yeah, I would think that cherry bombs are illegal in most places. So he takes to school because he decides they're going to pull some sort of prank with the cherry bomb because he's got one of them left. He thought that he blew all the rest up. Right. And he shows the guys at school, and we are introduced, while he's showing the guys on the playground, we are introduced to Agnes Skinner, Principal Skinner's mom. Yep. Who will become a fantastically... (laughs) I don't even know how to describe her. Just bitter, old, cranky woman. Yep, definitely. Who just thinks that Seymour is just like... A spineless nothing, yeah, like she bullies like a her son. Spineless little failure, I think, kind of thing. I mean, I don't we're think not she's very the... proud of him for being a principal, right? She's proud of him in this episode. Oh, that's but true. But in the future, she's definitely not. She's <laughs> not Agnes Skinner yet. Okay. In this episode, she's calling him Spanky. Right. She's like, like she's son. acting very nice. Yeah. As opposed to in future episodes where she is just hates. Yep. You're a failure, Seymour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just horrible. Exactly. And uh, she's played by Tress McNeil, who is one of their great voice actors, who goes on to, to do a bunch of other stuff for them as well. Does stuff for them on Futurama and, and, and Disenchantment and things like that. So anyway, Seymour is is giving his mom like a little, uh, a little tour of the school, and, and it takes them... To this point where they find Bart and Milhouse and company, Richard and Lewis. <laughs> and Agnes says, oh, how come you never introduced me to, like, any of your students? So Seymour does, and they find out that she calls him Spanky. Right. So, but it's it's just a way to introduce us to the idea that Mrs. Skinner, C- Skinner's mom, is on campus. Yep. And Bart's whole plan during this thing is that he is going to flush the cherry bomb down the a toilet in the boys' bathroom. Right. Because why not? What else are you going to do with it? I, I don't know. <laughs> it seems like, to go back to a previous episode on the season, it seems like something that Alan Abernathy did should have got kicked out of his school. True. I would. Think... I think that's what he did. No, 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 no. He destroyed the, well, no, he put a smoke bomb in the teacher's lounge. Oh, okay. Okay. Sad that I remember that, but similar. I do. You know, it's similar. It is similar. It is like another so, uh, form of bomb that has to go off inside of a school. Now, here's my question though: lighting a cherry yes. bomb and throwing it into water. Um... <laughs> okay, don't think about it. That <laughs> it had, he had to. He had to. If you look at the actual still frame, 
of him dropping it in, there's not much fuse left. But there was a plop. There was a plop. That is true. Because sometimes you can see like those public bathrooms, they don't have a lot of water in them, right? Because they yeah. they're conservative on their water. But I don't know. There was a plop. I just, it, it just, it's something that popped into my head. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I won't look into it too much. It's a cartoon. Well, well, I get it. Rachel, when something like that happens, a wizard did it. Okay. A wizard did it. You're a wizard, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> are we supposed to believe that this is some sort of magic cheer <laughs> I don't uh, think so but, but what no I'm just saying like I don't think so this is ridiculous it would not go <laughs> off inside of the <laughs> I hope somebody got fired for that one. how dare they how dare they get that wrong so while Bart is letting off the cherry bomb in the bathroom in the boys side Mrs. Skinner is on the girls side and like every proper public school, the bathrooms are connected via a wall because that's how pipes work. And so when he lets it off in the boys' bathroom, it explodes in the boys' bathroom, but it also explodes on the girls' side. Yep. And because it just goes straight, straight through the pipes. <laughs> and Agnes flies off of the toilet. Now, <laughs> I would like to think that this is why she becomes so bitter. Like, this is, this is uh, the tipping point. This is where she realizes that Seymour oh. C- is uh, a, a failure because he can't control Bart. Oh, it could be. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. It's a good call. And that and, maybe, and, he, I mean, and she's just bitter. Well, she is only bitter towards Seymour, too. So, yeah, that, that could be what it is. You're a failure, Seymour. And and we'll find out a lot more about them when we get into future seasons. This, of course, causes big trouble for Bart because Skinner clearly knows who did it because they run out of the boys' bathroom. Right. And he sees that it was Bart. Like he does he knows it's not Millhouse is too much of a of a geek to do it. <laughs> Richard and Lewis aren't gonna actually be the ones to drop it in, so he knows it's it's Bart. Stick up for yourself, Point Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> calling him a geek jeez um, i love millhouse i don't know if we've talked about we've talked about millhouse i don't know the first episode where they name millhouse it may be back in simpsons roasting but it might have been because i mean he was there he's been there he's been he's he's always he's been there with us all our lives he's um, in our hearts <laughs> he really is He's the geek that's in our hearts. Meanwhile, (laughs) Homer is obnoxious at home about his injury. He's really playing it up. He's he's making Marge do a lot of stuff for him. He is asking her to make a grilled cheese sandwich with some wieners from the can. And wieners. I think he means like cocktail wieners. I would imagine, yes. But I mean, a grilled cheese sounds pretty good. Like if you cook I do love grilled grilled cheese. cheese, yeah. I don't know about pairing it with cocktail weenies and... Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's kind of like making it like an adult grilled cheese where you put some bacon on it or you put like some ham and cheese and grill that up. I mean, it's kind of like that, but then it's it's like a big thick hot dog. So I would assume that you'd have to like slice it up or something, right? Oh, you're thinking he's putting the weenies on the grilled cheese? Yes. That's like something that like you'd get at like a Gordon Ramsay restaurant. It would cost you like $35. Probably. <laughs> like... 
we put this sausage on this grilled cheese so now it's like a premium grilled cheese sandwich like a hot dog melt a hot dog melt yeah Very good yeah we're copywriting that so that gets <laughs> that goes under a hot dog melt goes under us that is, um, a, that chili, is a shelf life a dog, but we're rebranding it because we grill it yeah, it's on a, it's on bread, not not in like a not in a, a bun. bun exactly. Yeah, a yeah. bun is the word that you're looking for. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. But he's he's being obnoxious and he's kind of doing a, a Cartman because he's like, Marge, get the door. Like yep. you can see, ma- ma'am. Like it's it's straight out of the Cartman playbook. <laughs> Absolutely. Because Skinner has come over to tell him what Bart's done, mm-hmm. and he's explaining to Marge and Homer that this transcends detention. Or suspension or expulsion. I mean, he's pissed. The the guy blew up his mom. Right. So wow. He, <laughs> he suggests deportation. He's gonna send. He wants to send Bart away. Mm-hmm. He wants to mm-hmm. send him overseas. He wants to get him out of his hands and send him to France. At first, Homer is slightly skeptical. Because he's like, well, wait a minute. How do we know that there's not some French principal that's pulling the same trick and they're gonna get like some no good Nick. Right. From France. Yeah, because this is like, it's a foreign exchange program. You've. Yeah. 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 It's basically. It's not just sending him away to like a boarding school. You're right. I should explain. (laughs) Skinner explains it that it is a, it's a way to, like, because he's like, well, how much is this going to cost if we're sending him to France? Exactly. And and he explains that it's not going to cost them anything because in exchange to sending Bart, they'll get a student in a foreign exchange program to stay with them. They first kind of are like, well, Bart doesn't know French. And Skinner's like, well, a good student or a normal student, like being surrounded by the the language over a period of time will pick it up. Right. And they said, well, what about Bart? And then, then he's like, well, he'll figure out enough to get by. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, poor Bart. They're all very realistic about Bart's intelligence. It's true. And then... They don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> but then Homer brings up this point and... Skinner says that they would be they wouldn't be getting a French student they'd be getting an Albanian student and on the commentary they said they picked Albania because they were trying to find a country that wasn't well known okay to audiences like a foreign country and they were all friend they're all fans of John Belushi and the Belushi's are Albanian interesting so they picked Albania all right yeah cool. it's random <laughs> I, I one of my coworkers is a, is Albanian so. I I know nothing about Albania other than the fact that he's Albanian. <laughs> so when you talk to and him, the, and it's like and uh, what I've uh, learned and what I've learned from the Simpsons, he tells them they'll be getting an Albanian. Homer says, "All white with the pink eyes," because he's thinking of albino, <laughs> and it's it's actually Albanian, right? And they decide to ask Bart if this if it's okay. Marge doesn't want to just make Bart do this if he doesn't want to, because she's you know she's concerned about him. This is a weird line from Bart. I don't know if you remember this line, Rachel, because it's such a throwaway line, and I don't really understand why it's even there. Okay. But he's looking at his pet frog in his room, and all he does is say, oh, life of a frog, that's the life for me, before Marge comes up and asks him. I don't know if that's like a, I don't know if that's a French joke. Frog legs? Because like, you know, the French are frogs. Well, like frog legs. Is there a French are frogs thing? I don't think I'd know that. I know like the cuisine. That's a very French well, cuisine. There's another French joke coming down the pipe about. <laughs> Remember, there's, there is another. There's not just the au français. Yeah. There's the one about them being bullfrogs and they all laugh. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, 
Okay. I, I, I don't think, think I've ever I picked think up be- on that. But I think because of the frog legs, I think like the French are froggy is a thing. So I didn't know if like that's supposed to be like a tie-in with the French thing or if it's just a weird one-off line. Hmm. So anyways. Yeah. So anyway, Bart is excited. He's ready to go to France because he gets to go on a plane, <laughs> which as a kid is, I could see Bart being excited to go on a plane. Sure. Especially if you don't ever, ever really get to. Yeah, if you're not going on a lot of vacations or anything like that, or getting, yeah, you don't travel for work, mm-hmm. like going on a plane could be an exciting adventure. <laughs> yeah, you I, to... you, I doubt were ex- ever excited about being on a plane. I don't think I was ever excited. I just like sitting in the window seat. I didn't enjoy thrill rides until I was like 20 years old. This is so also very it's... true. It was very difficult uh... to get you on a roller coaster. <laughs> And now, and now we'll be doing episodes exclusively on roller coasters. All right, we're kind of cut right here. No. <laughs> All right, we'll pick up the Simpsons later. Let's get into the Revenge of the Mummy ride. <laughs> One of um, Kevin's first <laughs> roller coasters. It's a, it's a hell of a ride. Um, <laughs> anyway, if you are listening to this on a plane, make sure that you are on airplane mode. You can still listen to us oh, absolutely. on airplane mode. Download this onto your device. Yeah, it shouldn't be too big. Don't just stream it. Yeah, it's not that big. It's only four hours long. What the fuck's the matter with you? <laughs> um, so I, this is a great way. It, we are built for working class people I think that are, are working through the day. Yeah. And we are built for travelers because yes. you get on a plane or you're on a road trip or you're traveling somewhere, you just pop this sucker in. Listen to us. By the time we're done, you're there. Yeah. Yeah. You you That time just flew by. (laughs) (laughs) So so anyway. God, this is why we're four hours long. Yes, it is. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) I'm keeping it all in. (laughs) So we cut to a scene where they're at the airport and they are dropping off Bart. And Lisa is jealous that Bart gets to go. Right. Because, I mean, she's like, I'm the good student. This is an indictment on the on the system. It really is. Because Lisa is the good student. Yes. She is the one that deserves to go to a foreign country and represent Springfield. Yes. But she doesn't get anything because she's the good student. Pretty um, much. It's, it's, a, it's very, I'll, I'll say this word again probably in the next episode of The Simpsons. But it is kind of like that meritocracy, that Randian thing of like how the exceptional get pushed back. Because they're trying to bring up the unexceptional yeah, yeah, yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Which I don't think that's what the Simpsons are going for, but you could see it in that light. You could, almost. yeah. Yeah. So they come up and they and they ask him like, who's going to France? And Bart says, I am. And they just pick him up and toss him onto the plane like he's another <laughs> piece of luggage. I think that's the joke that you're getting, because like it's like almost like a heave, like they're heaving like a bag. Yeah, exactly. And then they cut to Albania's airport, and Albania is getting. We're we're seeing a deal, a deal, and his family, and a deal is leaving, and he's saying goodbye. And this is all in in Albanian. They don't give you subtitles though to let you know what he's saying. Right. But apparently, it is authentic, at least according to the commentary. They said Sam Simon told them, "No, make it as authentic as you can." Like mm-hmm. that's above him. His thought was, "Whatever you think a, a regular show would do." or a regular cartoon would do, you take it one step beyond that. Sure. So a regular cartoon would just have gibberish. You have to actually go get the real thing. Yes. But he salutes and he's on his way. And Albania at this time is on the other side of the Iron Curtain. Mm-hmm. 
it is in in the USSR. It's one of their territories. Okay. So okay. that explains why he salutes. I mean, we find out why he salutes later, but that's probably the justification for it. They're mm-hmm. a very stri- stringent society. Right. So this, according to the America's Guide to Your Favorite Family book, in their Stuff You May Have Missed in this episode, Springfield International Airport offers direct flights from Tirana, Albania, and Paris, as announced over the PA system. So very specific locations. It is, yeah. To get to get you where you need to be. I really like this next part where Bart is getting picked up. There's a guy that is this crazy he looks like a piece of string cheese. The the designs for the French guys <laughs> are very weird because there's one that looks like I think there must be going for like if you watched French be like the French television in the eighties because mm. he looks like a stereotypical like like he's got a he's beret. a beanpole yeah he he sh- the one guy is short and squatty he looks like Marvin Monroe with a beret on yes and the other guy is is a yeah beanpole but he I think he looks like string cheese like he looks like I could peel and eat him. <laughs> But he's got like a he's got like a long, skinny nose, and that's the guy that picks up Bart. And it just says like Bart Simpson. And the whole idea was that Bart was going to stay at this French cottage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a vineyard. Right. So they go on their way, and they're in this like French Vespa motorcycle type thing. Mm-hmm. Bart's in the sidecar, si- sidecars and roller coasters. That yeah, see, there you go. It all fits. Yeah. <laughs> add add that to the add. And Hagrid's. Oh yes. Oh, that's that's a good idea. Actually, that's a main event. Oof. Bart goes, gets picked up, and they drive through all these different French paintings. And I wanted to point out what those French paintings were because I have no idea what I I recognized the one, but they're all like different references to different like famous French paintings. So they are. Yeah, I'm was... going to butcher all these names. I'll help. I, okay, so it's Bassine or Nymphes. By Claude Monet. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, you can you can screw up the the titles. That's fine. Whatever. Oh, okay. I don't. I, I know these. I'd I know have to. I'd names. have to see the the titles to probably say them properly. Champ de Blé or Corbu by Vincent. Okay, Mando. maybe maybe send me the names. Send me a screenshot <laughs> so I can say them. Le Rêve by Pablo Picasso and Dejuan. Celebe by Edward Manet. Hey, we said we were going to be making fun of the French in this episode. And me being the ugly American that I am, I can butcher your language all I want. So for our listeners in France, just know that I'm butchering your language because um, uh, freedom fries. So there. I don't know. The French haven't done anything bad in decades. Yeah, they don't know if they've really done anything. They don't like Americans. (laughs) Um, <laughs> Bassin au Nymphes, Champ des Bleaux, Cordeaux, Corbeau, and then Le Rêve, Champ des Bleaux, 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 Champ des Sur l'Europe. Déjeuner. Déjeuner sur l'Europe. Yeah. That Uh, one, that one's the one you might have said wrong, but that's okay. So Bart's like, this is where we are going, right, sir? And I can't say, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like Chateau Marson, I think is how he says it. 
Chateau but... Masson? Yeah, the castle house. Oh, okay. Chateau Maison? Chateau Maison. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, I don't remember them ever naming these French guys, but according to the book, it's Ugolon and César are César. the names of the <laughs> French guys. I don't know which one is which. I think Ugolon is the short one. But they are named after peasants from this French film called Manon of the Springs. Talk about an esoteric reference Just a on little. that one. Jeez, okay. <laughs> but anyway, he, he's got a picture of one of the wine bottles from this vineyard. And it's like, it looks like this nice countryside mm-hmm. French place. Right. And he pulls it down. It's a nice reveal. He, he, it's got the picture of it, and he pulls it down, and it's just this shithole. It's this terrible dump that, that hasn't been kept up in, in forever. Sure. It's, it's just horrible looking. And before they arrive, the one French guy tells the donkey, I think it's a donkey, right? Yeah, it's a donkey. <laughs> tells him all of your backbreaking, all of your, you know, time of, we'd put the clip in, but it's in French. So, you, you know, unless I mean, we could still put it our, in there. Well, unless you're one of our French friends, our French lifers, you're not going to be able to tell. But so he tells the donkey that your days of backbreaking labor are over. So they're they're literally going to use him like a, a mule is kind of the idea. They start just digging through all of his stuff the second he gets there. They give the donkey Bart's lucky red hat. And they basically say they're going to sell all the stuff that he brought with them. And they tell him that the life here is going to be hard work. Welcome to your new home. Escape is impossible. My name is César. This is my nephew, Hugolin. You may find life here at the Chateau Hard. But if you shut up and do exactly what we say, the time will pass more quickly. He's right, you know. But if he shuts up and he does what they say... Time will go much faster. I just, I just like that line because it's like not even if it's it's hard work living here, but if you just kind of if you go along with it and you do what we say, like it'll be, you know, you'll be rewarded. It's yeah, like, yeah. No, time will time will go faster. Yeah, like, you'll, like that's that's the uh, the best part of it. Right, right, right. In the meantime, we go back to America, and a deal is this nice little kid gets off the plane and he is affectionate toward the family and he's Mm -hmm. like you must be my new father homer and like uh he's very sweet yes he acts very sweet yes but but he's doing it deceptively Mm -hmm. but homer is very taken by a deal right right a deal whose last name i will not try to say but it's the same last name it's yeah i think it's hoaxa but it's apparently the same name as the Albanian president, which oh. they got out of a book about Albania at the time. Interesting. So they were like, "Well, oh, let's name them the same as the Albanian." Like we know it's a la- we know it's an Albanian name. Right. One line that I did forget, which I think is good, and it's in the book that I have next to oh, me, good. so I will say it. When they're going, Lisa Lisa's jealous, and she does ask, "What do you know about France?" And Bart goes, "I know I'm going, and you're not," which is a oh, it's it a, is good. It's a good retort, that, by Bart. That is a very good uh, brother sister retort. It reminds me of when um. We were joking around, and you said, you're adopted, and I said, good, because <laughs> then I'm not related you said, to you. Say, yes, exactly. <laughs> Very good. Very good. We cut to the school where Skinner is introducing a deal to the kids of the school. Right. And I really do like this line because 
You may find his accent peculiar. Certain aspects of his culture may seem absurd, perhaps even offensive. But I urge you all to give little deal the benefit of the doubt. In this way, and only in this way, can we hope to better understand our backward neighbors throughout the world. Thank you, Principal Skinner. Thank you, fellow students. Although I have only been in your country a few days, I have already found Americans to be most trusting. Although officially I am required to hate you, I want you to know I do not feel it in my heart. So it's just <laughs> putting down this idea that, like, yes, his culture is backwards and mm-hmm. stupid because we know best. Well, of course, uh, that's America's way. That's right. That's right. And if anyone in America knows best, it's shelf life. Keep that in mind. <laughs> uh, so the line after that, though, is great because it's a deal saying, official, although officially I am required to hate you, I do not feel it in my heart. <laughs> it's just... I, if I ever get to give a speech ge- to the general public... I think I might have to throw that line. It's in a there. great line. It Just is a great like, line. Although officially I am required to hate you. Like I don't know what what in what context that could be, but just very good. So then later on we see Adil getting along how he's interacting with the family mm-hmm. and Adil and Lisa are getting into a debate uh, about the oppression of cap- capitalism versus the land of opportunity, which has Adil saying 5% of the people own 95% of the wealth. It's worse now. And Lisa <laughs> saying that she's standing up for a country that allows you to think and say and do whatever you want, which of course is also true. Mm-hmm. And Homer kind of points that out that, well, you're you, both right. You're both right. <laughs> so, so, but good I on you, Homer, that. for actually knowing. <laughs> well, that's, the, that's kind of the joke is that, and I don't know if the idea is that with Bart out of the way, Homer's getting smarter or if, it's one of those things like the future running gag about how Homer loves trivia about the Supreme Court justices because he's kind of <laughs> like maybe a deal's right about the capitalism being of the oppressed and maybe Lisa's right about it being, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's weird that he kind of followed their their debate. conversation. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the joke. That's the joke. <laughs> but Adil even does the dishes and Homer's like man I used to think that we were a horrible family and we it was all of our fault but it was actually Bart's fault is kind of what he's getting at mm-hmm. and Lisa is disgusted by this because she's just like how like easy Homer is kind of like giving up on the idea that like oh Bart is the reason that we were always kind of like fighting with each other right yeah, he's pretty much blaming uh, all of their miseries on Bart at this point. Yes. Right. And uh, so she she's mad at him and Marge calls him like, you, you can't, you know, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Bart is given a turn up for Aww, dinner. Oh, poor, poor Bart. His clothes are becoming uh, more ragged. Yep. Well, looking. because they, his... they did sell his suitcase. They sold his suitcase and all of the stuff that he yep. brought. Yeah. So he has one pair of clothes for three months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they can, you cannot sleep there. That is Maurice's bale of hay. You can sleep on the corner. So he, they yep. like tell him to, they, can, they tell him that he's going to sleep in, on this bale of hay and the donkey goes and sleeps on it. So they're like, well, the floor is good enough for you. Yep. This, I wrote down, this is some crazy child abuse. Oh, it really is. Oh, truly. It is. 
and like it, uh, yeah, because cause... it's in cartoon form it doesn't feel as bad but man if you really think about it that is child abuse yeah he's he's getting abused and it's i don't know i assume i just don't i i it as a like watching this in the past mm-hmm. i never got that impression of like oh this is really bad but now i'm like this is awful <laughs> <laughs> oh um, yeah which I guess just comes with more like context of thinking about what's going on here. Exactly. Like, he's, he's being abused mm-hmm. and it gets worse. So Adil tells Homer, Papa Homer, dad, I think he calls him dad. I think Papa Homer is Pepe from a future episode. Uh, I don't know. It might Adil... be both. I'm not, re- I don't remember it now. I think Adil is just dad. Yeah. But he asks Homer or is to it take father? him to... Don't think he that sounds, I don't know. It just sounds more formal for him to say. Anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We'll find out later. It doesn't matter. But he asks Homer to go to the nuclear power plant. Mm-hmm. So Homer takes him there. And when Homer tells him that we can go, he does what I think is our first excellent. <laughs> he, like, he even does it with... I'm doing the hand motion and no, none of you can see it at home. But he's he does like the hand like excellent yes where the, where the fingertips touch Burns. yes <laughs> uh, so I think that's our first one so not Mr Burns gets doesn't get the first no one. Adil it, it starts with a deal so is a deal like even more evil than Mr Burns that's the question though well he's... <laughs> what we learn well he's just he's doing what he needs to do for his for his, his country. country for queen and country except I don't know if that's kind of a albanian thing that's that's more england but that's that's whatever well i can tell you a little <laughs> bit more about i'll tell you a little bit more about albania about his um what he who he's named after his surname that hoxa or hoxa, hoxa? yeah so uh i don't know how I'm, I'm just pretending i know how to say it he was a communist dictator all right known for a combination of paranoia outlandish behavior and effort to keep the country isolated from the rest of the world okay um <laughs> Like every other Sounds about right. communist dictator in the USSR. He had been famous for building 75,000 bunkers wow. in Albania to protect from an American invasion he prophesied about. Which, of course, never happened. He kidnapped a dentist who bore a resemblance to him oh. and forced him to undergo plastic surgery to get a new job as his body double. Wow. He banned beards, bow ties, and color TVs in Albania. Beards, bow ties, and color TV. Well, th- all things that are very Western, of course. Oh, okay. That's from the wiki. I had heard from my coworker about the bunker thing before. So, Adil might not be evil, but Enver Haksa, well, borderline communist dictator. Yeah, you know. Typ- typical dictator. Yeah. So, anyway... A little bit, a little bit of fun fact there. For, if we have any listeners from Albania, you know, send in your thoughts. About, oh yeah, uh, absolutely. About the bunkers. I'm, Let us I'm know curious. If turn them into anything. Oh those, yeah. Those could be some pretty sweet like pop up bars or uh, like wow <laughs> things now. I don't know. I, I I'm very curious actually about it to kind of learn more. Back at the Chateau Masson, Bart is asked. He's first taught how to peel a grape off a vine. Mm-hmm. You take it with your your fingers. Very. This is very necessary to talk about. You take it with your fingers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like uh, you're going to pinch them. You squeeze it, and then you peel, and then you drop it in the bucket. 
and now and and then he asks Bart to try, and Bart does it in like a second because he's just, it's literally just being like a great right, you're vine. Like plucking one off the vine, yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, great, now do that a million times because <laughs> he, he has to do it for the entire vineyard. Yep. Uh, and it looks like the two French guys are not doing any work. They're making Bart do all of the work. So while Bart is going along, and keep in mind he's being fed turnips, he decides to take a grape off the vine and eat it himself. Mm-hmm. And they punish him for this. They, they slap him in the back of the head and they're yes. like, you ungrateful swine. We give you shelter. We give you food. Right. You know, just some more lovely child abuse. Child abuse, yeah. yeah. At the plant, Homer is teaching a deal about American choice and it brought a, a tear to my patriotic eye. Because he's showing them that we have the option of glazed, strawberry-filled, and frosted donuts. Mm, mm. And that, my friends... Is America. That is America. That is... Mm. Don't laugh at that, Rachel. I'm not laughing. Nothing, that is... That's the true essence of America. That's... that's First of all, that's diversity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's freedom of choice. Freedom of expression. And, and, and by God, that is the American way. This so, is a very creative if, metaphor. <laughs> if we can learn any, if we can learn anything, a, a box of a dozen donuts picked at random—that's America. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So Adil's not as impressed with the box of donuts as I was, but he does ask Homer if they can go look at the plutonium isolation chamber, and he starts taking pictures around the plant. And... Oh, it's really cute that Homer does this, though. Oh, you like that? So tell tell what Homer does. Well, so he's t- so uh, Adil is taking pictures because you know little spy camera taking pictures, trying to you know get get all the information about the nuclear plant. And Homer thinks, oh, we're we're gonna take pictures together. So he even like gets in the picture and is like jumping in, like here I am. And then <laughs> I thought it was just kind of a cute thing that Homer well... would do. I think, yeah. Because he thinks and, the deal's having, like, a nice time, and he just yeah, he's all excited. Yeah, interest and... in his work. Exactly. So what we end up finding out later on, when Homer and Marge are having a discussion in bed about a deal, and Homer's like, oh, that a deal, oh, he's so sweet. And Marge wants Homer to admit that he loves Bart. Right. And he does. <laughs> reluctantly right but then he you know homer or marsh basically says like yes the deal's very sweet like he, mm-hmm. he is a, a nice kid homer has put up a picture of a deal in their bedroom <laughs> oh my god so he, he's all in mm-hmm. um but he's it, replacing bart at this point it cuts to it does like this little like thing where like you get like this little like wire and it follows the wire to the treehouse because we find out that a deal is in fact a spy for the Albanian government. Dun, dun, dun! Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, because, I mean, if they think they think the U.S. is going to invade, and of course it's going to be Homer's... You know, yeah, little Springfield nuclear power plant that's going to yeah. like start well, it all. Mr. Bur- Mr. Burns might have True. some connections. Although I would think that he would be selling plutonium to the Albanians. Yeah, I have a feeling it would be more of that like black market stuff happening there yeah. than than the opposite. And we find so he's sending he's sending these pictures that he took to the Albanian government. We find out his nickname is Sparrow. <laughs> yep. That is Adil's spy name, Sparrow. Is that from something? Because it sounds like it would be some from something for it, it, like a, it some sounds spy like it's a generic movie spy name. Yeah. You know, like, there's even a movie now called Red Sparrow with Jennifer oh, that, Lawrence. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Learning how to be, like, a seductress Russian spy. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a weird movie. I never watched it. 
I've seen parts of it. I, I I've never now ever now the now the listeners are gonna put it in as a listener request probably because I'm gonna course. say that it's kind of dull, but it was too dull to keep track of. But it is called Red Sparrow. But I'm sure Sparrow is just like a generic spy name that's probably in a James Bond ripoff or something sure. like that. I don't have anything in any of like the trivia that says it's it's particularly from anything. Okay, so we learned his name is Sparrow. Yes, I'm sorry. Where were we? So anyway. At this point, Bart is coughing. He's sick. It's like wet and yep. bad, and and he gets this letter from Marge that like asks him why he hasn't written. Like maybe you're just having too much fun. It's, and yeah, and uh, your your father. Well, last night he fell asleep saying how much he loved you, and it's just making Bart feel even worse. It's really sad. That it's like horrible. hits you. That one hits you. That whole little scene right there. And maybe they thought because of how bad Bart is in the first act that it, they wouldn't, that maybe you thought like, okay, this is bad. Like everything that's happening to him is bad, but maybe you'd understand like he's getting some comeuppance, but like, this is overboard. Like oh, yeah. he's, he's being abused. Absolutely. This is way more than I would have uh, expected to happen. What ends up happening is the French guys want to have, I keep calling them the French guys. I hope that's not offensive. Uh, the French guys want Frenchmen? to have the know. Frenchies. Bonjour. That sound that sounded almost like you were about to say Buongiorno, and I was like, "That's that's not French." No, I was gonna do Bonjour. Yeah, I can't remember what uh, Willie calls them. Cheese eating surrender monkeys. Oh God. <laughs> The, the Maybe that's why of... he looks like string cheese. Yeah, exactly. The French have a lot of, or the Simpsons make a lot of fun at the French's expense. But it's they true. make a lot of fun of, out of out everybody, of everyone. Yeah, so. which is fine. Make fun of everybody. They, they, yeah. As long as you make fun of everything, right. Ever. like They want to make their wine, but it isn't old enough, and they're being very, very impatient. Oh with yeah, this wine. Because like you'd think that a good vineyard would take years mm-hmm. to come out with mm-hmm. a, a wine at least a it... few months <laughs> at least and they're like no we need to get this done now we need to get this in the stores so they are basically deciding that they're going to expedite the process mm-hmm. using antifreeze yeah that's interesting concept there which apparently was a thing mm-hmm. it was in the 1985 I will not be able to say this, diethanol glycol, diethylene glycol. It's a minor ingredient in some antifreeze, but there were some wineries in Austria that were trying to basically do this, where they were trying to blend this stuff in to make it so that matured, it it fermented into wine faster. Mm -hmm. So it's based on a real thing. But they say we can't put... But you have to be so careful. That's... Well, it's, it's illegal. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> like, but I mean, like, if you're going to do anything with chemicals like that, you have to be very careful with the amount of chemicals that go into that, anything. That's why most sophisticated places have chemists it, absolutely, working, absolutely. On their, yes. working on their alcohol calculations. Yes. But they don't want to wait. Nope. And I, I have been struggling this entire episode to not do a bad French accent to not you know for the folks at home but so just know that i'm holding that back (laughs) but they they basically say like we'll put antifreeze in it and they're like well it'll make people blind 
and they're like no we'll, we'll test it or you know they see bart outside the window because it's like pouring rain it's cold mm-hmm. and they're like get out of here i'll do it i'll do that line <laughs> is french get out of here so then uh, <laughs> we're, we're not clipping anything in this one we're just gonna have kevin uh do all of the the lines because i think it's great i'm never gonna be allowed in france i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get canceled for doing a bad french accent Put a disclaimer Jeez. in front of this this part that all of the accents are done poorly and no one should. And we love the uh, French. Yes, we love the French. <laughs> Viva I la France. Ha ha, hui hui, croissant baguette. I mean, oh, what do you oh, want me oh, to oh, do? <laughs> I don't know. I, was I can to I can do French. <laughs> Un peu, but After I can't. I am French. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's either this or the child abuse, folks. So we have to get our, our mileage out of something. So they tell him, come come here because they're going to test the antifreeze on him. He's like, no way, man, there's antifreeze on him. He's like, drink this! So they, <laughs> they basically force him to drink it. Sure, because like, here's your poison. This is France! <laughs> I feel like I'm doing you know what I'm doing this based off of Ed folks I, I will recommend this particular episode of this podcast I'm basing it off of the confessions of a of a oh marriage counselor episode of how did this get made where they're making fun of the bad <laughs> French accents in that movie oh my god <laughs> yeah but, so we're fine um, don't worry about it Kevin <laughs> yeah. if Tyler Perry can do it I can do it yes but, uh, <laughs> uh, they say, you know, in France, it's customary for children to have a little wine now and then. But so they make him have the take the wine mm-hmm. and they basically test his eyesight right then and there, which I don't think is how that would work. I think it would make you deathly ill and then you would go blind. Probably. I mean, you might just go blind right away. I have no idea. But they Drinking tell him, like, look, he didn't go blind. So they send him away. They send him out to go get some more antifreeze. And Bart is given an address to go to. He can't find it. It gets wet, so he can't figure it out anyway. And he's just lost, and he's cold and alone in, yes, in the it's foreign very country. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty pretty bad. And he finds he he sees this uh, a cop, right? A French policeman, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, finally, like maybe this is like a, some saving grace here. And he's trying to explain to the guy, like, what's going on and, and how he's being abused. But the Frenchman does not understand what he's saying. Right. So he takes out, like, a piece of candy and he gives it to Bart. Because, mm-hmm. like, he's like, he thinks this is, like, this little street urchin. Sure. Kid. And he's just like, here's some food. Go on. <laughs> and walks away. Yeah, because I think, but does as... he even say, like, I don't speak English? Is that what he says? Je ne parle pas. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I have like any of the translation that he, he says, but it might be something like that. As he's begging for help, the policeman can't understand him. So Bart starts walking away and he's like, I can't believe that I spent like three months in this this country. I haven't learned any French, but like in the middle of saying it, he starts speaking fluent French, sure. realizing that he has picked it up. I am so stupid. Anybody could have learned this dumb language by now. Here I've listened to nothing but French for the past two months. Et je ne sais pas ce mot. Eh? Mais je parle français maintenant. Incroyable! 
Et monsieur, aidez-moi C'est de tes nouveaux travailleurs j'ai Ils ne nous donnent pas à manger Ils nous font dormir par tard Ils mettent un dentifrice dans le vin hein? Et ils ont donné mon chapeau rouge à l'un De l'antifrice dans le vin Oh, mais c'est sérieux, ça Viens avec moi, fiston. Tu n'as plus rien à craindre. Mon sauveteur, vous aurez toujours une place dans mon cœur. So, he runs back to the police officer and he tells them, like, you gotta help me. They make me work day and night. They don't feed me. They make me sleep on the floor. They put antifreeze in the wine. They gave my red hat to the donkey. <laughs> and the officer's response is, they put antifreeze in the wine? That is a very serious crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's sad. So it, it, the joke, of course, being like all the stuff that they did to Bart, that's not, that doesn't matter. But yeah, they put antifreeze in the wine. So he called, you know, he tells... The, the officer like you're my hero for you know you've you've saved me and bart becomes this uh french hero for saving the french wine and he basically goes on tour of france because he saved the wine right. from being doused with antifreeze yep. and we get all of these different things he was on newsweek which is spelt very frenchy and he gets to go on like a real tour of france at this point mm -hmm. so it all it all ends well for bart after all of that punishment meanwhile uh, back <laughs> in springfield um Sorry, that, that's what popped into my head when you said meanwhile. <laughs> what did? The um, Day of the Tentacle, when it goes meanwhile, and it goes... Da -da 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 -da. Oh, and then it has, sorry. like, the newspaper up, and there's a cow, and... Yep. Well, Moving on. <laughs> no, Day of the Tentacle is on the list. <laughs> I do love Day of the Tentacle. <laughs> so Sparrow is doing his thing. Adil is doing his thing in the treehouse and there's all of these agents, these FBI agents out front or CIA even in front of the Simpsons house. And Homer's like, I'm his neighbor. What do you do? And like, <laughs> not quite getting it that uh, they're in front of his house. They're in front of his house. At first they don't want to tell him. And then they're like, Oh, all right. And they're, and they kind of tell him like, well, we've, we found a spy and, mm -hmm. and, and Homer's like, Oh, a deal would, a deal would think that this is so neat. And they're like, a deal. <laughs> Sparrow. So he basically, Homer basically gives up his position and Adil gives up his position even more because he drops the microphone. Right. And so they, they storm in and they, they grab uh, Adil. I can't remember if I was listening to another podcast or something about this episode where they pointed out that like in a few, if this was in a future season, like they would have also like bashed in the windows at Flanders' house and like oh, yeah. pinned Flanders to the ground or something. Yeah, like, like just like just <laughs> going to for each one of them, trying to find it, it out ends, which who it, it is. It ends very uh, anticlimactically. Where like they just get him. Like we don't right. even really see them like get him. Like oh, it would have yeah. been like the whole house would have been trashed. And... Oh yeah, that would have been probably more fun. And like even after he's gone, they're just still trashing houses and <laughs> yeah. So they ask him like, are they gonna arrest? A deal and they're like well actually we're exchanging him and it for one of ours yeah it was like <laughs> they just have these kids spies yes. so there was some american spy kid in albania it, isn't um, he like he kind of sounds like so sparrow we meet yeah, again he sounds kind of like this so sparrow so sparrow we meet again i don't know if he was that much you made him like anime all right, all right. I thought it was I just so Sparrow, we meet again. I thought it was more like all right, that. that. <laughs> all right, that was, that was better. Fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. 
but but anyway they do like a thing like like yeah we you know we've done this before and they're like i think we're getting too old for these spy games which <laughs> another like commentary of like how these freaking adults making us do this is so stupid right but while and uh homer still doesn't quite get it because he's like goodbye a deal i'll send you those civil defense plans you wanted <laughs> like as long as he was nice to homer that's all homer cares about oh yeah which is true it's like, oh yeah, he may, he may have been a spy, but he was a nice kid. He was a nice spy. Bart comes back and he has very stereotypically French gifts for the family. <laughs> Doesn't he have a uh, beret on everything too? He has a beret on. He got Maggie a balloon, which I think is a <laughs> reference to another French film. Yes, I, there's uh, a lot of French films where they have like a bright red balloon and it's black and white. I think there's something with that. I don't mm. remember what it was though. Someone uh, remind some... me of that movie because I know there is yeah. one. I'm Folks pretty sure I watched it in my French let class. Let us know what that reference is. <laughs> yes, because you did, we didn't say this at the beginning, but Rachel took French in high school. I did. Uh, so she's an ex, she's our French expert. Uh, absolutely. Which, which, yes. which is why she's been defending the French and I have been giving it to the, the entire episode. Only a I hope, little. Like, they... I, no, let, let me. Well, I, I hope I, I think the French are good. Have good humor. They I know would imagine we, we're doing this. We're I'm being. They would laugh at us. Ha 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 ha. Yes. One. I hope that I've been giving it to America just as hard. That's what she said. And <laughs> and secondly, we are having fun. We I we're not being. Rachel and I are totally in kayfabe on this, and you we'll teach you what kayfabe means later. But do not. You know, put the disclosure at the bottom of the screen. All opinions and jokes on Shelf Life are just that, jokes. Oh, yeah. We don't mean anything here. All people We're, will be made fun of, no matter we what. Are being totally satirical. <laughs> These are not necessarily our own opinions, although what goes on our shelf is for sure our opinion. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yes. That, that anyway, matters. That matters. Put that disclaimer anywhere. Just imagine a ticker going across your screen that you can't, you're not looking at because <laughs> you're just listening to this right now. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's got the balloon for Maggie. He's got a little guillotine figurine for Lisa. Which I mean, that's adorable. You us, yeah, you could send, if you want to send us gifts, send us a little mini little guillotine. Little Marie Antoinette like guillotine. Um, if you like chop like carrots or something, that'd be like a fun <gasps> oh little carrot. Oh my god, chopper. I would love that. <laughs> I want one. I want I a little there's... guillotine. There might be a little, there might be that uh, something well, or other. Don't they have those for cigars? Don't they even call oh, like them like chopper? mini guillotines? Yeah, it is kind of like that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I want one. Uh, <laughs> I he, would do it for vegetables. And he got Homer and and Marge some wine. Mm -hmm. I assume not from Chateau Massel. <laughs> I assume it's some good French wine. Um, <laughs> well, considering the name of it, <laughs> it might be. But Lisa, Lisa says he brought us gifts. His first unselfish act. So the idea, I guess, is that there was some character growth over this episode. Right. Whether or not he keeps it, there was some character growth. Yes, exactly. I did find it sweet. Homer's true feelings kind of come through here. Mm -hmm. When Bart goes, where's the big guy? And Homer goes, oh, he means me. Right. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he hugs Bart. <laughs> uh, so, you know. that Little father-son moment there. Homer can't open the wine bottle because I... We've, I guess, I guess Homer's just never had a nice French bottle of wine that he, that has a cork on it. <laughs> it's all screw off or something. Cause Which he's is like just so much easier. Wise guy put a cork in it. <laughs> and Bart calls him a buffoon in French. 
and Homer gets to be proud because he's like, did you hear that, Marge? My boy speaks French. <laughs> and it is, um, that is cute. Even if though it's which, at his behest? No. What's the word? Uh, at his... Um, Detriment? No. That's also not it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> moving on. There's a word there. At his, at expense. his expense. <laughs> we figured that out at the same time. <laughs> So, and then the score, because this is that season one score, it kind of like ramps up and does like, da, 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 like way too loud. Like, oh I, yeah. It like, it, it's like acting like this is like a <laughs> way too intense. Yes. Again, that bad score. Calm of down. Season one. They even mentioned it on the commentary. Like apparently Bart forgets how to speak French throughout. Like he, he really forgets it, which I mean, I guess if nobody's speaking it. It's hard to and... remember a language you're Bart, like, you're gonna forget it. Oh, yeah. Like, it feels like something where he would do on the sly, like, say stuff behind to make fun of Homer. Exactly. Like, in French. Because he knows Homer doesn't know it, but he kind of loses uh, all of how, how to speak French. And that is the end of the episode. The Crepes of Wrath. Rachel, as a big crepe fan yourself... I do love crepes. Delicious. What did you think Thin pancakes. Of, yes, it's a thin pancake. <laughs> wrapped in stuff. <laughs> Um, I prefer I prefer a good old fashioned American. Yeah, you like the fluffy thing. pancakes. I like like the yeah. the flat German pancakes, and I like the flat uh, uh, French crepes and everything. Yes. What What did you think of this episode? It's fine. It's a little over the top. I guess it's way more than a little over the top. But <laughs> <laughs> like I said, there's a couple of funny things that they say, and like the jokes, and you know the the French, but. I don't know. It just doesn't. I'm like, I I could kind of live without it. It doesn't need to be there, type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's fine, but yeah, I think it's it's a nice little episode. It's not uh, anything special. It, yeah, it's it's got some funny stuff in it. Sure, all of that child abuse is really weird. All that child to, abuse. To, no, that's to my favorite view... part. Oh well, of course. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's it's just kind of an episode that's just kind of there. Yes. So, with that being said, we will move on to our next episode. We've got two left in season one, and the next episode is a big one because it's a mystery. Continued in part four. 